today's episode, I'm gonna be talking you through the five steps, the five things that you need to be doing with every video after you've made them. I'm Angus Pike and welcome to the Marketing Your Practice podcast. Over these recent episodes, there's been a theme. We've been talking lots about attention and why attention is the commodity that you and your practice need to be building in 2020 and beyond. If you're not consciously creating attention, then you're risking becoming irrelevant and you're risking being left behind. Video is the tool that creates attention with greater ease than anything. So you've just made your great video. In fact, let's take a step just to the side. What's a great video? There's a strategy to a great video, and the strategy is just this. Your videos should be helping people in your community, the person that you're focusing on, get one step closer to a health outcome that's important for them. Now, when we do this, we build massive amounts of knowing, liking, and trust. We're building trust there. But the other thing that we're doing is that we're initiating this idea of reciprocity. And I've spoken about in previous episodes, when we do something really nice for somebody, it's almost impossible for them to not want to reciprocate. What way might they want to reciprocate? Well, it might be, if appropriate, coming in for an appointment in your practice, or alternatively, it could be sharing your video, liking your video, commenting on your video, or telling their friends and family about how fabulous you are. So let me say that again. The strategy of your video is creating videos, content, that helps to get people in your community one step closer to a health outcome that's important for them. So we've made a great video, we've shot it, we've done all the things to make it interesting, engaging, movement, music, B-roll, all those kind of things there. What do we do with it then? All right, so that's what I'm gonna talk, talk to you about now, the five-step process that I go through with all of my videos. Thing number one that I do is I upload that video up to YouTube. Now, you could just as easily add that onto uh, Wistia or Vimeo or any of the big hosting sites. Now, the reason that we're uploading up to these hosting sites, I'll talk about more in step number two because we want it on our, uh, our website there too. But this is not so much a YouTube strategy. In the coming months, I'm, gonna, I'm actually learning lots about YouTube strategies. At the moment, the easiest way for us to reach our local audience is by boosting and getting into the ads manager through the Facebook and Instagram platforms. But there are some really great strategies that I will teach you later on in the year about how we can be using YouTube to do the same thing. So this is not so much a YouTube strategy. It's not important for us to be thinking about keywords and hashtags inside of there. I'm uploading it up to there because then step number two, I'm gonna embed that video over on my website. Now, when I want people watching that video, we'll talk about more of this in the coming steps, I want them watching it on my site rather than over on YouTube. Now, the reason I want them watching it on my site and the reason you want people watching it over on your site is it'll build authority for your site. So one of the things that Google is looking at when it's deciding to rank you on page one or page two or even further out there is how many people come to your site how long do they spend there? And then how often are they returning? And if there are people coming there every week to watch your videos, if there are people there spending three to five minutes there and they're coming back again and again, then it helps to build authority for your site. That's really good for search engine optimization. It's really great for page ranking as well. So in essence, rather than watching the YouTube video on YouTube, they're watching that YouTube video on your site. So how do I get people there to watch it? And now that moves us on to step number three. And step number three is that you're wanting to email people on your existing database and send them over to your website so they can be watching the video there. Now, perhaps the question you're asking yourself is how do I get an email database? 
Well, most of my email database is my existing patients and I get their email address by just asking them. So if you haven't already been uh, gathering patients' email uh, addresses, then simply do this. Over the next couple of weeks when they're coming in to see you, let them know that, hey, listen, we're starting to make some entertaining and engaging videos, videos that'll help you to get well, that'll help you get better results with your adjustment, with your dental care, with a naturopathic care as, as well. Would you like to receive those? And my bet is nine out of 10 people will go, heck yes. And then the other thing that we do is on our initial consultation form, we ask for an email address there. And I have a little section down the bottom there that says, we send regular emails to our patients, teaching them how to get well and stay well. This will help you with your care. Ultimately, it'll save you time and money. Would you like to receive these? And again, in this situation, probably 19 out of 20 of our patients, again, say heck yes. So we build a database of people who are actively getting care in our practice. And we also keep those people that are inactive on there as well, because emailing those people that are not perhaps active under care at the moment, it's a great reminder to them to let them know how valuable our care is and it keeps them front of mind. Now, the other strategy that you should be doing is perhaps you've put together a PDF report or a video series. These are often referred to as a lead magnet. It's an ethical bribe that you could give somebody who's perhaps in the interest phase wanting to know more about you, that they could get a hold of this special report in exchange for their email address. Anyway, once a week, we're sending an email to our existing patients, all this group of people, and we say, hey, I've just made a great video for you. I talked to you about how to choose a pillow and sleeping positions. It's a short three minute video and it'll help you get a better night's sleep. Click here to go and watch it now. That sends people to my website each and every week. And this has been an important strategy that's helped to keep my Life Chiropractic website ranked number one for the last five or six years. So after we've done that, the next thing that we're gonna to want to do is that we're gonna post this video on the socials. So I'm gonna suggest that you focus on perhaps one of the social media platforms. Now, whether it be Facebook or Instagram or LinkedIn. Now, luckily for us, it's getting easier and easier because there are pieces of software that allow us to kind of spread this out over multiple platforms. But think a little bit about the video. Does it make sense for the platform that it's on? So for instance, Instagram at the moment that I'm recording this, on the feed there, let's videos up to a minute. Now, if you're using Instagram TV, they can be up to 15 minutes. Facebook lets the videos be, you know, I think hours long that we can have them on there. So don't go putting a three, four or five minute video in the Instagram feed because it'll cut off the end part of the video. It won't make sense. You might wanna cut it into mini clips. I do that with the podcast episodes that are less than a minute long. So it makes sense for the different platforms. So we'll talk about more of this another time. I think it makes sense though, for you to focus on a platform. So if you're diving deep on Instagram, then it may be that the vast majority of the videos that you make are less than a minute long. You can absolutely create videos that build authority and expertise and trust that are less than a minute long. And again, even if you went live on the Instagram platform, that would be another way that you could have your videos be a little longer. Let's review where we're up to. Step number one, we uploaded that video up to YouTube. It could be any of the video hosting platforms. Step number two, what we did is we actually then took that video and we built a blog. We embedded it on my blog page there as well. Step number three, what I did is I emailed all the people in my existing database. I sent them over to my website to watch the video. Then step number four, what I actually did is I uploaded it onto the social media platforms. Now remember when it comes to uploading your video in all these places, whether it be YouTube and embedding it on your blog and then on the social media platforms, there's a couple of other things that I want you to think about also. What's the title of your video? The title of your video is really important. I like simple frameworks. 
um, how to get something good without something bad. So, you know, three stretches to ease your lower back pain in five minutes or less. So that's how to get something good, you know, ease my low back pain in something without it having to be difficult, you know, less than five minutes. The classic for this is, you know, things like how to lose weight without going on a diet. That's that framework. So these are uh, the idea of steps, secrets, strategies, the pathway, the blueprint, you've seen it. These kind of headline frameworks really work really great for you. In fact, I'll link down into the show notes. I've spoken about in previous episodes to how you can develop some of these headline frameworks. But think about a headline that really sells the benefit of why they should watch the video. And one way to do that is what's the outcome that they will get? You know, will they get shiny white straight teeth? Will they have less pain? Will they have more energy? What's the result that they're going to get? Including that in the headline is a great way to create an engaging headline. And then, of course, we've got a description there. The description is a little longer. We can again start to talk about the benefits. Why should somebody watch this video? Can you give them three or four simple little benefits of what they'll learn? What are the results they'll get from watching these videos? So that headline, that description needs to be, and again, it should be the same one over on YouTube, on your blog post and on the social media platforms. Then the fifth and final step that you want to be doing is you need to be amplifying your content by paying for it. Now that could be just as simple as boosting it. And again, for as little as a dollar a day, I think actually uh, recently and now the minimum here in Australia is a dollar fourteen that I need to spend. But you know, for not much more than a buck a day, you can be reaching an extra you know anywhere between three hundred and sort of fifteen hundred people. We must be prepared to pay to play if we're wanting people to be able to see our videos. Otherwise, you've just created this great video, and if you're wanting it just to be seen organically, you can expect that at best 6% of the people will see it. So if you've got a thousand people that are following you on Instagram or on Facebook, then 60 people will see it. You've gone to all of that effort and only 60 people have seen it, but you can spend a dollar or a dollar 14 a day, and you can reach hundreds of more people of a cold audience, boost it out to people in your surrounding areas. We've talked about that lots in our previous posts. And you'll have more people seeing your video, more people starting to build that know, like, and trust you. So right, let's sum all this up again really quickly. You've made your fantastic video. You're helping people get closer or one step closer to the health outcome that's important for them. Massively building reciprocity, know, like, and trust. Thing number one, add that video up onto the one of the video hosting sites. I like YouTube. It's simple, it's fast, it's the biggest. Embed that video on your own website. Step number three, email your existing patients and people who've raised their hand beforehand to show that they're interested in you and send them to your website to watch it. Don't send them to Facebook, to Instagram. Don't send them to YouTube. Okay, step number four. Yep, we're up to that. Post onto socials. Okay, make sure the video matches where you're posting it. If it's going to be short videos, Instagram is great for that. If it's a longer video, then think about where's the best spot for you to be putting it. Step number five is you need to be prepared to pay to play and as little as a buck a day helps you reach a bunch more people. So if you've gone to the effort to make a great video, make sure you follow these five steps. More people will get to know you. You'll build more attention. Remember, if you're not building attention in 2020 and beyond, you're risking becoming irrelevant. Okay, get to work. Gang, as always, thanks for all that you do. Keep saving lives. See you back here next week. Bye. If you enjoyed listening to this podcast, you have to come and check out the Community Influencer Program. It's my monthly coaching program where we take all this material and I'll work one-on-one with you to apply, implement, systematize, and help guide you and your practice to the next level. 
Now you can join me on over at adiomedia.com forward slash join. That's adiomedia.com forward slash join. I'd love to see you in there.